when it's integrative, one, it's root cause. Two, you are seen and heard as a whole human being, a conscious mind, a moving body, and spirit. So it's mind, body, spirit. We see you as a whole. You're not seen just as an organ system, not just your hormones. And therefore, when you are seen as a whole, you can also heal fully. Hi, welcome back to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Victoria LeBlanc, your host, and this podcast was created to empower women to love themselves unconditionally, transform and heal their anxious mindsets so that they can live a life of bliss. Now, in this week's episode, I have a guest come on the show. Her name is Dr. Patricia, and she is an integrative woman's health physician. She's the founder of Thrive Life Center, an integrative medicine wellness center in Tucson, Arizona. She's also the head coach of Revive and Thrive Mentorship Program. And Dr. Patricia is a pioneering Filipina to be trained in integrative medicine and hypnobirthing. She's passionate about helping highly driven women to overcome burnout so that they can feel inspired, balanced physically, emotionally, hormonally, and feel fulfilled in both their career and their family lives. I wanted to bring Dr. Patricia on the show today to really dive into holistic health and sleep. So we're going to dive into the importance of both and really uncover why we should look into not only just our body and and be mindful of what you're putting into your body, but also, you know, take care of your mind, body, and soul. Because when you are looking into a holistic view, you're really looking into all three, right? You're not leaving out one or the other. So I am super excited for y'all to hear our conversation today. I think it was just so insightful and really reflective. So I'm excited for you to hear. Before we dive into this episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Hello. Welcome back to Blissfully Bloom. I am so happy to welcome with me here, Dr. Patricia, an integrative women's health physician. Welcome, Mm -hmm. Dr. Patricia. Thank you, Victoria. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for showing up and sharing your time and energy Mm -hmm. and wisdom with me today. Yes. My first question that I love to ask my guests is, what is one powerful lesson you have learned that has changed your life? Oh, that's a big one, right? I would say that there is no such thing as wrong or right. Mm. <laughs> like the polarity of wrong and right, no? It's it's how you perceive it. It's how you deal with whatever life throws at you. Um, and so when when I think of it that way, it gives me some grace and space to be more courageous in my choices, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. 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 I feel like it kind of takes the pressure off mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot. Right. <laughs> so I would love to dive in first about how you really 
felt called and and drawn to the space of integrative women's health. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yes. So I am an integrative women's health physician, and I also mentor one-on-one women, uh, especially those who are highly driven, who are you know ambitious and and find themselves kind of in this overwhelm and burnout, lack of sleep, mental health is, is feeling like not optimum. And um, I went into medicine thinking being a medical doctor will allow me and will help me serve people feel healthier. And, and I found myself like, okay, I graduated medical school and I simply didn't have the tools for for me to serve them into this full transformation of feeling at peace, at joy, uh, feeling calm, feeling well rested. And so I went into this integrative medicine, which is essentially the combination of Eastern, the best of Eastern traditional mind-body medicine and conventional Western and functional medicine. And, and what I found in this journey, I not only able to spontaneously trigger my own optimum wellness, but I was able to see all these transformational things uh, in my patients. And I focus specifically on women because, one, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I think women's health is just so interesting. And, and uh, the divine feminine is something that we all kind of need to relearn in this patriarchal corporate systems. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll stop there. I'm sorry. I can, I, I can go on and on why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just so fascinated by that. And mm-hmm. I do resonated with just the fact of the wholeness of mm-hmm. it all and right. not really separating them like, oh, just go see a mental health professional for the mind or, right. you know, the doctor for the body. It's really right. all one. And right. I think we were having this conversation just a little while ago before we pressed record and you were saying how you really took the time to discover the root cause, which mm-hmm. I think is so important because right. a lot of times I get so frustrated with just not knowing like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm feeling this way, but why? Like right. why is the underlying right. reason? Right. So right. yeah, and that's an important question, the why, right? And so when when we approach our mental health, so you're you're about blissful and blooming into who we truly are, right? And and for us to get there, the why is important, the root cause. So to bloom, you need to be rooted. <laughs> so you need to take care of the roots first before you yeah. can really expand. So the why, why am I not sleeping well? Why am I feeling anxious? Why am I feeling pain in my back? Before, how can I make it better? If it's just that question, then it becomes symptom reduction. It just becomes like a band-aid versus really unpacking, wait a minute, my back didn't just become painful overnight. It's, it's really rare. 
it may seem like that, you know, like I, I lifted something heavy and so therefore it's painful right now. But there's a backstory all the time. Mm-hmm. All the times. Mm. Well, I would love for you to explain kind of why it's so important for our mental health, why integrative women's health is so important in terms of mental health. Right, right. So for those who are listening and integrative medicine is like a new term for you. So it's important because when we approach our wellness, when we approach our health, when it's integrative, one, it's root cause. Two, you are seen and heard as a whole human being, a conscious mind, a moving body that interacts with your productivity and spirit. So it's mind, body, spirit. We see you as a whole, how you perceive and interact with the world. You're not seen just as an organ system, not just your hormones, not just your uh, family history or genetics. We see you as a whole. And therefore, when you are seen as a whole, you can also heal fully. So what I'm just kind of curious to know how you go about applying that, the wholeness of it all, whenever you're seeing a patient. Right. Yeah, that's a great question. So generally, so there's the strategic functional medicine. We can unpack the why through functional medicine tests, like how is your body responding to your nutrition? Microbiome is also a big thing. That's a whole other, you know, podcast potentially. So microbiome is like your gut health, your immunity. It can also mean your mental health. We can check for your hormones. So those nitty-gritty functional medicine tests. But I, I also facilitate and extract stories. So narrative as medicine, remembering and expressing. So there's a lot of talk therapy. uh, There's a lot of connecting how your mind perceives and how your body responds neurochemically. So what I mean by that, so typically a patient would come in, let's say, May is meditation month and mental health awareness month. So I want to focus on anxiety. So people, a lot of people come to me like feeling anxious, feeling like their thoughts are racing, even though, you know, financially they're doing good, family life is settled, they have a stable job, and yet they just feel so anxious. They come in with these all these anxiety symptoms, right? And typically they, a lot of, women would like to do some testing. Is it my hormones? Is it my gut health? And those are well and good. But I tend to to focus on their self-talk because the anxiety usually comes from their inner voice. It's about how we can reframe and perceive the world to be safe, how we can surrender into like, I already did all these tasks. How can I enjoy that? So it's retraining the nervous system into safety, into that yummy oxytocin orgasmic hormones versus the dopaminergic 
checking off the to-do list. You know, we're kind of addicted to doing. And so it's retraining the body and the mind in the undoing, the deservership, the receivership. How can we receive more help? How can we press pause and be used to pausing? So it's it's very personalized. So we handle it through nutrition, through hormones, and also a lot of mindset. Oh, well, I love that. Mm-hmm. That is just so valuable and important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to remember too. So I would love to know, I think you kind of dived into just feelings of burnout and overwhelm and right. those, you know, instead of pressing play all the time, how you, mm-hmm. how do you press pause? So mm-hmm. what is like a good balance? How do you find that balance when it comes to holistic, a holistic view? I learned this, um, one of my dear sisters and mentors taught me this way of seeing things. The three ways of seeing things is hindsight, mm-hmm. insight, and foresight. Using your three ways of seeing, so hindsight is reverse engineering. When was it in your rhythm and your routine that you felt off balance? Mm -hmm. So that will inform you of patterns, right? Because when we're aware of our patterns, we can break free from patterns. Insight Mm -hmm. is, I view insight as using your body and mind as a compass of what does it actually make you feel when you're Mm -hmm. off balance? Is it in your breathing? Is it the lack of compassion, irritability towards your worker, coworkers and family members, your partner? Does it show up in your menstrual cycle or fertility or menopause? Mm -hmm. So, the insight on what those patterns do to your body. And foresight is where we have fun. Foresight, I mean, everything can be fun, but foresight is the visionary in you. Mm. The, how can I envision a blissful future, right? Like how can mm. I use all this information and position myself to to balance. And now you are more informed, like, what does balance mean to me? Mm -hmm. But from a practical standpoint, I strongly recommend to having a balance in your day, in your 24-hour day of pause. So a lot of women come to me because they're anxious and burnout, right? And because they're, they, they always come to me, I feel so tired by the end of the day. And even though I'm so tired, I can't get to sleep. You'd imagine that by the time it's sleeping time, because I did so many things, I can just turn off my mind and body, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Because you've trained your body, mind, and nervous system to not pause. So pausing mm-hmm. doesn't feel safe. Mm. The moment you pause, they're like, wait a minute. Am I really pausing? <laughs> but, but I'm so used to doing, wait, wait, let, let's do more. This is not who we are. <laughs> mm. And so in your day, train your nervous system, train your body, train your mind into those pockets of pause. 
And that means, and from a strategic standpoint, 90 minutes of productivity and then 15 minutes of break. Studies have shown beyond that 90 minutes, your creativity, your focus, your output, your efficiency just declines. So you're Mm. just like over pushing yourself or powering through, but you just you're just gonna uh, not not do so well and and if you want to look at the child no, and just to land this message of 90 minutes work 15 minutes break imagine you also teach right and so imagine teaching and being a student for straight four hours how well do you think you're gonna absorb retain that information probably not at all not so well, right? So yeah. you need those pause and breaks if you want to be at your peak performance. Mm. Yeah, I actually, for three or four months, when I first started my coaching business and was trying to get it off the ground, mm-hmm. I was very, I mean, my passion for it was just bursting with explosion. Right. Yes. And I just had this need to continue to work and work. And I got eventually to this pattern of overworking myself Mm -hmm. and breaking that Mm -hmm. was so hard for me. And I'm still trying to let go of those tendencies to overwork myself Mm -hmm. and remind myself to give myself those breaks because I think it's when, as you said, when you are pausing and not thinking or doing so mm-hmm. much. It's like you are letting go of that force and that control and just allowing, even just like connecting to universal energy just right. flows through you naturally like that. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I hear, you know, it's it's hard in the beginning because that's your default mode. That mm-hmm. is how you are used to, especially like when you're starting something, you are still in that inspired mode. But my encouragement to those who are listening is is pausing is almost like being an athlete. When you mm-hmm. train for it and you get used to it, you really get better at it. It's, it's just allowing yourself to surrender. That's the first hard part. But mm-hmm. once you're used to like, okay, it's safe. It's safe to pause. Pausing actually serves my productivity. Pausing serves my creativity. And when you can connect that, yeah, it, it will it will feel more balanced. And definitely I, I've had no regrets taking those pauses. It's just the initial it's the initial starting of right. make forcing myself or not even forcing myself, just kind of convincing myself to literally shut shut everything down just close the computer Mm-mm. step away it's the st- it's that initial first step away is is hard for me at mm-hmm. times so i would love to dive into sleep and mm-hmm. what would be your biggest reason for getting a good night's rest why is that so important yeah sleep no sleep is our superpower so all these like discomfort sensations we have, like 
the irritability, the anxiety, the lack of focus. A lot of people come to me like, I just can't focus. It's so hard for me to get through the day and, and kind of be in that zone. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, it's it's really because of the lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. And because our brain waves, our brain and learning center is at its peak and kind of like the, the save button, the saving of what we learned in our conscious life and integrating all the information, integrating all the emotions around life happens around sleep. We, we have mm-hmm. in this sleep the stage uh, two to REM. So there's four stages of sleep in the rapid eye movement stage. That's where we will have sleep spindle spikes. So sleep spindle spikes are massive amount of electromagnetic activities mm-hmm. that allows your brain to kind of organize itself and store information in your conscious life. And so when you wake up, you'll feel like, ah, lesson learned, got that, focus. So hormonally, your epinephrine, all these like doing hormones, cortisol, dopamine are on point. And at the same time, all these yummy hormones of like oxytocin, the ones that makes us feel, ah, life is good. Um, are also feeling balanced because of those deep sleep, deep and long sleep. And what studies have shown too is that when we sleep shorter, mm-hmm. shorter am- amounts of sleep uh, reduces our testosterone levels. So our our strength, our kind of that passion gets minimized. We mm-hmm. also get more inflamed our immune system gets more wacky and you know this is when we get back-to-back cough and colds and sore throat when we don't sleep enough because our immune system uh, wasn't able to repair and restore sleep is super important because it's also our way to turn off our cancer genes sleep deprivation according to who is a carcinogen wow yeah so it's a, our way of turning off our genetic predisposition to cancer, especially in women. So women who are exposed to uh, night shifts, no? like nurses or call centers or caregivers, when we are exposed to longer light at night, we become more inflamed and then uh, more cancer risk. So that's why sleep is our superpower it just allows our libido to be healthy. Uh, it allows our memory to be better, our focus. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, how many hours of sleep mm-hmm. do you recommend to the adults who are out there? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. So generally, no less than six hours. So seven no minimum. Of course, that eight hours is perfect because you get a few cycles of that deep resting sleep stage. Mm-hmm. But I want to say, you know, a lot of people feel guilty going beyond eight hours. Mm-hmm. In the pre-industrial era, 
around 1900s, the average sleep hours of Americans is about 11 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I feel like that's a lot of the day. It goes on to your... Yeah. So I think it's because they still did naps. So eight Mm. hours and then two to three hours naps in the afternoon. So allow yourself to have that amount of time, nine hours even. The longer, the better. Because the longer you sleep, the more you're able to get all those benefits from from sleep. Mm -hmm. Other things to prolong your sleep, I would suggest uh, eliminating. So the bedroom Mm -hmm. is, is meant for only two S's. It's sleep mm-hmm. and sex. Ooh, yeah. That's it. If you put uh-huh. other S's there, especially screen, Ooh. your television, your phones, your working station, stimulating books, that will interrupt your sleep. So imagine your room being like this sanctuary. The moment you you step into your room, it's like your safe space. This is where mm-hmm. you unwind. This is where your brain gets cued. Now, imagine you're a baby. Like how can a baby sleep if they have toys in there? Mm-hmm. So things that stimulates them. So look at your sleep space. What things stimulates you and get it out of there. Mm-mm. Wow, that is so... True. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have been, I mean, even just setting the phone off to the side, like on my nightstand or something, I always have this in the back of my, my mind, like, oh, I wonder who's going to text me. Oh, yeah. I wonder when my alarm's going to go off. It's yes. kind of focused on that. So that's right. so true. Yeah. So like, there's no TV in our rooms. There, The phones never get inside the room and there's wow. no books. So my whole house can look messy, but my bedroom is only like for sleeping. Mm-hmm. So it never gets messy because it's just pillows and sheets. So it will always feel like a sanctuary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say that sleep is the foundation for everything? Absolutely. You know, we're both in the coaching business, right? A lot of you out there wants to have a breakthrough, right? Wants to feel like I'm living my mission. I'm living my passion. I I am uh, showing up in the world authentically. All these things that that we aspire, right? And we tend to focus on our conscious life and how to create that breakthrough and how to like have that light bulb switched on like yeah that's it that those are my limiting beliefs this is why i'm feeling tired this diet this exercise will help me however i want to remind people and take a step back that most of our behaviors most of how we are wired most of how we perceive the world is by our default subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is 90%. Our conscious mind is 10%. And the subconscious mind is able to, like I said, save, store information, rewire, 
during sleep. So if you really want to have a breakthrough, if you really want to feel like your best version of yourself, sure, of course, I still recommend doing that in your conscious life. Therapy, exercise, nutrition, journaling, all that fun stuff. But it's the sleep that can hack your limiting beliefs through your subconscious mind. And that's why I think that sleep is simply our superpower. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I would totally agree with that because sometimes I'll go to bed and some situation occur, maybe some car went in front of me and kind of irritated me that day. Mm. I would wake up and I would just feel like, oh, you know what? It doesn't even, that little, little instance doesn't even phase me now. Kind of like a clean slate. That's what what it feels like. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And from an energy medicine standpoint, so I also do a lot of energy medicine, kind of, you know, the mystical side of healing. When we sleep, that's when our astral body, our etheric body, or like our energetic body can really integrate with our higher self, kind of our fourth dimensional being. Um, And so we're able to really problem solve during our sleep. No, this mm-hmm. is this is how energy medicine views sleep too. So it's a powerful tool to communicate <laughs> to your higher self. I'm just kind of curious, is is that related to dreams? Like do you study about dreams as well and how that plays a role? Uh, uh, dreams, yeah. Dreams are from a conventional standpoint, dreams is a good sign of blood flow to the brain. So it means that you are relaxed enough, you are feeling safe enough that there's a lot of brain blood flow that you get to dream. I tend to see dreams as like a way to process things, a way of your subconscious mind to surface messages. So it it unpacks these messages to your more conscious mind. I wouldn't say I'm I'm a dream expert or interpret dreams, um, but yeah, dreams are a good insight on where you are mentally, physically, emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting mm-hmm. to me. Now, what would you tell someone who is just tossing and turning in bed and they really are having a lot of trouble feeling relaxed and calm to get to sleep? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question because a lot of, uh, you know, who I serve feels the same way. Give yourself some grace. (laughs) So check in if you're feeling irritable or anxious for your next day because you're not able to sleep. Just check in. And instead of thinking, go into the feeling mode. So the first step I would suggest is just placing your hands on your heart. And try not to think or do anything. Just surrender. And just feel that beating heart. Because our heart is the drum of our life. That is the rhythm of our life. And just check in. And doing breathing work in and out through your nose. So that's a good first step. Because we tend to get lost in the worries of the next day when we're tossing and turning. So 
you want to kind of minimize the mind noise by tuning into your body. The second noise would be environmental noise, what we kind of talked about. Scanning your room, what are the things that can make me feel stimulated? Then take them out. The third is try not to stay in bed, tossing and turning for the longest time. You you may get out of the room, but don't turn on the lights, don't try to work or or do anything productive, uh, I would suggest doing restorative things like maybe stretching, doing, again, breath work. And then when you're feeling like the mind and the body noise was already calming down, then go back to your bed. Making your temperature so about maybe 18 degrees Celsius or 65 degrees Fahrenheit is a good temperature to allow the body to relax and sleep. Other things is sometimes we get obsessive thoughts of the to-do list, right? So do a purge. So if, if it will help you to write things down, like, okay, this is what I'll do tomorrow. I wrote it down already. I have time and space for that to think about it tomorrow. I can leave it there. So kind of, again, that safety of there will be time to work on those things and it is time to surrender. Technical things, so herbs and supplements to, to consider is, of course, melatonin. So melatonin is not only a good hypnotic or, or uh, turn on our sleep cycles, but it's also a potent anti-inflammatory supplement. Valerian root is a nice one. It's a stinky herb, but it helps us kind of feel a bit sedated. So those would be my top two. But keeping in mind, you tossing and turning at night didn't just happen during the night, right? It's it's usually because of how the pace of your day was. So reverse engineer, how did that day go? And going back to the first discussion we have is finding pockets of pause so that by the time it's pause time and sleep, your nervous system is used to pausing. And this is the time for the longer pause. Yeah, yeah. I, I love all of this tip. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What I mm-hmm. like to do is breathing into my belly fully mm-hmm. and just repeatedly doing that. Mm-mm. And then if my mind is going all over the place, I, I like to have either a chant that I do over and over again right. in my mind to just focus on one thing. Right. And that helps to settle a bit yes. whenever I am tossing and turning. Yes. Um, so it's it's like almost like distracting your mind into unthinking, right? It's mm-hmm. in that sensual space of this is the common pattern that I see. It's really the mind chatter. It's the mind noise. So aside from breath work, visualization is also a good technique. So you can visualize. So in Chinese medicine, I also practice acupuncture. In Chinese medicine, the mind is like a kite. No, So it, it can kind of fly above when it's busy. So at night, you can visualize like you're anchoring your kite and, and rooting down mm-hmm. 
And then you can imagine your kite being steady or even like landing your kite maybe to your chest. So visualization is a good technique, breath work. But I would highly recommend also maybe looking into hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy is a way to induce sleep and take care of your subconscious mind uh, to get your best rest. Now, would somebody else support you with that? Yeah, I I do hypnotherapy too, but I have Mm -hmm. another coach in my program where uh, we do group hypnosis. Cool. To to unpack like what were their limiting beliefs that got them into not feeling safe to pause? Mm -hmm. How can they retrain their behaviors around productivity and, and enjoying the surrender? Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Well, where can listeners connect with you, Dr. Patricia? Yeah, so two ways. Locally, I'm based in Tucson. So forever who are in Southwest area, I do integrative medical consultations. And for the world who's listening, I, I do um mentorship one-on-one program to help women overcome burnout and fatigue and so that they can feel completely balanced and thriving in all areas of their life, mind, body, spirit. So that's mm-hmm. a six-month mentorship program. They can visit my website at uh, thrivelifecenter.com. Yeah, and I can share with you my email maybe and put mm-hmm. it as a link. I'll put it in the show notes and make sure that's included so that yeah. they can send you a message if they feel called to. Right. Also, my last question that I asked all my guests to kind of close out the episode is what does it mean to blissfully bloom? Oh, to bloom. I love the word bliss because it's almost like this reflex, right, of what mm-hmm. is, is beautiful inside you. For me, blissfully in bloom means being in your heart space, Letting your heart bloom. And when I say heart, it's courage. Because courage is living in alignment of what is truly your mission. So to bloom is to live courageously for me. So I hope everyone who's listening will find it in their hearts. (laughs) And courage to, to bloom. Mm, beautifully said thank you so much for sharing your insight yeah. and and being on the show today i enjoyed our conversation today and i'm just mind blown by our talk and i'm sure the listeners will be too Mm-mm. thank you for having me victoria i enjoyed it as well and i hope to talk to you soon <laughs> yes thank you I would just like to thank and send gratitude to Dr. Patricia again for coming on the show. I really did enjoy talking with her today and learning so much about holistic health and sleep. Now, I would like to share one of my key takeaways that I got from this episode, and that is identifying the root cause for your issue, because if you don't get down to that deep root cause of what is the baseline for why you're experiencing all those symptoms, then it's just going to be like covering it up with a band-aid and nothing really is going to get truly solved and the problem is still going to be there, right? When you are just 
basically covering it under the rug or slapping a band-aid over it the problem is still there but it's like it's not fully recovered it's not fully healed so i love how dr patricia explains that in this episode and and she also mentions to to really dive into your your talk right how are you talking to yourself what is your inner voice telling you because a lot of the times right our mind body and soul is connected so in your mind if you're telling yourself over and over and over again that you are just feeling sick and tired of feeling this pain or why does this always happen to me i deserve to feel this pain then your body is going to respond to that and you're going to almost like throwing fire to the flame right you're going to really expand those symptoms that you may be feeling and the problem is going to just really grow and grow within you so watch your self-talk as well make sure that you're being very mindful and treating yourself in a way that is nourishing that is loving and filled with compassion because you are going your body and your whole system is going to respond in a loving manner you know and you have that choice you have the power of those decisions to make to make sure that you are living a life that is aligned to your highest good and also with sleep one key takeaway that i got from this episode is that to make sure that your sleep environment is optimal right she dr patricia said to make your room make your bedroom like a sanctuary not having all of the stimulation going on maybe you have your tv on at night or you are looking through and scrolling through your phone well that is all stimulating right that's not going to help you produce those those melatonins and those chemicals in your brain that is going to help you get to sleep so you need to practice those pauses throughout the day. Make sure that your your sleep environment is at its best so that you are feeling ready, feeling calm and centered and grounded to really easily fall asleep. That's the goal here, right? You don't want to be really awake for an hour or two before you get to bed. You want to hit the pillow and fall asleep because sleep is the foundation for everything like we've talked about right if you want to hit those milestone goals and achieve your wildest dreams it all starts with the foundation right you need to have a good foundational sleep so that you are working at your most highest potential at your highest potential right so i hope you got a lot from this episode i would love to know about your key takeaways for this episode so if you haven't already make sure to screenshot the episode share it to your story on instagram and tag me at blissfully.bloom and make sure to write your key takeaway on there i love to know your thoughts your your thoughts and and insights and as always make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you never miss an episode now next week i am going to be going on a cruise and i will be out of the country so there will be no episode published for the week of june let's see it'll be june 7th no june 13th through the 19th but i will be back and up and ready to publish more episodes for you the following week sending you so much love light and bliss bye now